0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hovi Frequency. It's Rami here, and today I'm joined with Ahmad Dirani, our Chief Sales Officer here at Hovi. Hey Ahmad.
1: Hey Rami, what's up?
0: How much. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, BDRs and AEs and setting up uh, that whole sales layering uh, in this episode. Uh, Ahmed was my uh, was my direct manager when I first started out here at Hovey uh, doing sales and I was a BDR and so um, it's been a while since we've got to set like this on a table Um, and so as we usually do I do want to just sort of jump right into it Um, what's the difference between a BDR and an AE
1: Uh, actually it's a good question but before diving in into the the, uh, difference between AE and uh, BDR Mm. Let's talk about the the, uh, uh, traditional sales uh, organization. Okay. Because I'm coming from a a a background for sales. I've been in sales for 10 years, and we used to... uh, to, uh, You used uh, to do
0: it that old school way.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I've been working in sales once, once, uh, 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 back then, okay, I've been doing sales, uh, 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 prospecting, uh, closing, Nurturing clients and key account management after yeah. sales. Right. So, uh, uh, and that's why I was like uh, uh, pushed to open Hovi uh, uh, to take care of these sales, to integrate and align this sales and marketing. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot of hard work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once once you start doing everything in this sales uh, life cycle. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort, energy, and sometimes you forget. And you are uh, overwhelmed doing tasks right. where you forget to prospect or you forget to uh, nurture clients, mm-hmm. okay, or nurturing a prospect because yeah. you have a lot on your plates, right? Yeah. So, what happened, okay? Uh, especially nowadays, because the uh, the evolution in the digital marketing world and and uh, sales, yeah, it became so hard to do everything, right? Yeah. Okay, and sometimes you feel, Rami, and I think uh, you experience it. Sometimes the prospects is more knowledgeable, eligible and they have access to a lot of information. Yeah. Right?
0: I mean, even, even if they weren't uh, 100% of what I was talking about, they would immediately sometimes just sort of pull up Google and, and Google, you know, whatever I was asking about. They'd pull up our website if I, you know, once they caught the company name, and they'd start asking questions that way.
1: Exactly. And sometimes he knows about the competition. Okay. He's well prepared. He has a lot of information and knowledge when it comes to solutioning. Right. So, uh, uh, so the uh, uh, coming to the prospect with just knowing your product is not enough anyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you want to have the business acumen. You want to understand the financial aspect of the companies, the organization. Okay, how the decision making is done. Yeah. So it requires a lot of business acumen and know-how. So your BDR and AE should be well enabled mm-hmm. in terms of knowledge.
0: Right. But before before we jump into sort of what are the things that they need to know, um, you were talking about initially sort of the difference between how t- traditional sales used to work where it was a salesperson would basically reach out to a client, bring them in, and then take them throughout the the sales process, the whole sales life cycle, and they would handle sometimes after sales when you were a key account manager, and um, so on and so forth. But right now we see ourselves, um, you know, especially in the SaaS industry, where there's always this layering. There's you know SDRs and AEs or BDrs and AEs, and they each have their own separate functions. They have their own set of skills. They have their own focus. And I was wondering why this switch away from having one person with one client and now it's sort of, hey, uh, I'm the BDR here, um, do you wanna come look at our, our, our solution and then there's a handoff to the AE and then the AE will sort of carry out the rest of the sales life cycle. What's the, what's the goal behind that, that layering?
1: Okay, it's an excellent question, Rami. I think because uh, multitasking is the killer for uh, uh, mastering the skill. Okay. okay so your bdr is is focused toward one goal is to book demo mm. because imagine you're a c, a c level okay yeah. it's very hard to take 30 minutes from your time okay during the day and bring you to a sales call yeah. it requires a lot of hard work okay and effort and knowledge and information and business acumen right yeah. 100% in order to hook the c level yeah. for 30 minutes so 30 minutes is not just uh, an easy time. It's 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 much. Yeah, for a sea level.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of time for a sea level executive.
1: Right. So it's so hard to take thirty minutes. So it requires a lot of uh, knowledge, hmm. and and it requires. Uh, uh,
0: they have to be time. impressed with the person reaching out to. Them. Exactly. There has to be a, a really good opener. There has to be. There has to be the ability to connect with them to sort of be like, all right, you know, you've impressed me with let's say you know these first 30 seconds i'll give you a minute or i might give you 30 seconds of your own here Uh, i'm willing to spend that time with you because it is a big ask for 30 for 30 minutes right
1: yeah exactly exactly so uh, uh, uh it requires a lot of of hard work to 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 enable your bdr to take the 30 minutes from the, uh, uh, from the prospect. See from see the, the prospect. prospect. Yeah. So once that that is done, you have to move it to someone else. Okay. Where his focus is to be to close the deal, to clinch the deal, right? Okay. Yeah. So the AE, the focus of the AE is to clinch the deal. Right. Okay. It requires also a lot of hard work mm. because it requires a lot of staging. Yeah. Okay. Bringing the decision-making unit, convince the con uh, the decision-maker to. Uh, uh, also to uh, uh, handling objection yeah okay mapping uh, 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 the decision maker so it requires a lot of know-how and hard work. Yeah. That's why the difference between AE and SGR I think is separated. Also, if we want to think about this scientific way why it is, multitasking is killer right? yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, once you want as a leader, sales leader, if you want to build a habit with your sales people, mm-hmm. AE or SDR, so we, uh, if you think about, uh, do you learn? Do you, uh, do, you uh, do the bike uh, uh, cycling automatically, or do you think when you want to cycle?
0: I mean, when I first started out, I had to learn. Yeah. 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 And but, then, became, but now it's a habit. I don't really have to. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So your focus is to build the habit on how to book demos with your BDR to become as innate. Right. Okay. Yeah. And also to handle objection as in EE, you want to be innate. Okay, so it it takes a lot of time, coaching session, role playing, uh, uh, training sometimes. Yeah. So uh, uh, just in order to be focused on one single uh, task, not task, let's say goal. Right.
0: And so the, the big part of, okay then, so the, the big point of the layering is to sort of um, take, take your, your BDR and get them to be the best opener they can be without having to deal with um, closing a deal. And then with an AE, they're at a stage where it's sort of, now your focus is to close the deal. It's no longer to bring someone in and give me 30 minutes of your time. I'm, I'm taking 30 minutes of your time. Their focus is now to maximize the amount of value they're giving in those 30 to 60 minutes depending on whatever length of the meeting is. 100%. Okay.
1: 100%. Okay. Where you, uh, there's a concept called perspective selling nowadays. Mm. Uh, so as it says a person, BDR or AE, yeah. it's just you want to add value throughout the touch points. Right. So, in order to add value, you want to understand the channel challenges of the companies and the industry. Okay, you mm-hmm. want to understand the business acumen, the decision-making unit. Okay, yeah. so uh, uh, and the
0: decision-making process for each company who is involved, the stakeholders. Under, okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, and sometimes, okay, you want to dig more into finding some loopholes mm-hmm. where you can fill the gap and helping the company okay achieve more revenue more uh, or whatsoever the solution whatever their goal is yeah Yeah. so you want to show that you're willing to spend time understanding the uh, 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 the industry right uh, the company so on so forth
0: okay okay so you were saying how basically we have one person to handle uh, in the traditional way we have one person sort of handle a prospect turn them into a client and they might also provide some after sales service you know exactly. if, if they if they don't pass them on to an account manager and we've seen the evolution away from that traditional model into building two roles one to open and bring in clients and the other one to close the deal uh being a BDR, sdr and an ae an account executive yeah and and you have
1: the customer success team of course, and yeah. then they handle the the sort of the, the after, sales. after
0: sales service. So I suppose then it would be there are two handoffs in that sort of situation exactly. in, in the new process. Then before we jump into the the the, the impact that a, a sales leader might see or a or a founder or a CEO or something like that, I was wondering what would be you know how would you look at building that kind of a process?
1: Okay. Uh, so you have to uh, first of all because we have access to uh, uh, digital evolution is 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 impo- uh, is excellent nowadays mm-hmm. you can measure everything rami yeah. okay every single touch point you can measure it and track it what's happening so first of all you need to understand your kpis okay what is the added value of every single touch point right okay as yeah. a bdr or SDR. So you have to measure f- uh, uh, the uh, uh, recording calls mm. where you can coach your team, Yeah. okay? There's uh, something called conversational intelligence yeah. tool where it records and it's based on artificial intelligence. It yeah. gives you some triggers. As if some certain question, USP is not saying, it helps yeah. you to... It sort of,
0: it, it analyzes basically the conversation with a with prospect, with a client. And it'll talk about you know this is how long this is where you started speaking about pricing for example and this how long about that uh, that conversation took um, how often you were saying you know little words like like or um, those I forget the the correct term for that but It'll show you how many times you say those sort of filler words. Oh, filler word, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. As well, that's what you're referring to, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So it's very important to to, to uh, coach your team to enhance the communication skills, okay? Mm-hmm. To uh, uh, improve consistently throughout the conversation with the prospect, with the C-level, exactly. especially you're talking to C-level, not a gatekeeper. Yeah. So it's very important to show mastery. Uh, so you have to measure your goals with your PTR also you have to measure all the touch points okay yeah. the email touch points. okay is it working or not yeah subject line is it working or not
0: are people opening up my email are they clicking the link in my email are they reading my email
1: 100 uh, percent. yeah and also what uh, you have to measure also the social selling mm. because it's very important nowadays to use the social selling and even marketing sometimes on some company helps the BDR to have content on their social profile. Yeah. And I'm impressed with Gong. Actually, they ha- marketing help a lot the SDR to have rich content where they show thought leadership about the company. Yeah. Okay, on their profile. So also you have to measure the the uh, uh, social touch point. Yeah. Uh, uh, and first of all, you need to understand your KPIs, okay, to, to, to build your KPIs for the BDR. Right, understand
0: you, need to, the, you need to set your goals, your objectives, what you want them to be able to achieve first before you can then start sort of going, okay, you're a BDR now, right? Exactly,
1: there's okay. an onboarding process, Yeah. okay? You have to build your playbooks also, mm. it's very important, and measure and iterate your playbook on the go.
0: Yeah, optimize them and keep them exactly. keep them up to date.
1: So uh, uh, also for the AE, also there is a set of KPIs, okay, staging uh, 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 sales revenue, okay, Uh, uh, coaching session about the uh, uh, demoing, about the discovery call, about uh, objection Mm. handling. So also you need to build your KPIs in order to iterate on Uh, weekly monthly basis it depends on your sales organization
0: okay okay and this and how you're gonna set up your sales structure and so okay and so what are some things that you would look at when let's say you've identified your KPIs you set your objectives you know I want my BDR to start hitting let's say every month uh, I want them bring in five new new leads and pass them on to the you know five new prospects Um, you understand what it'll take. You know how many calls, how many emails, how many um, leads need to come in from marketing, qualified leads, of course, uh, and then push them forward onto the. AE. Then what's the what's the sort of what are what are some impacts that you might see from that kind of a process when you're you understand your goals, you understand the kind of numbers your team needs to hit, and the, and. The tools and the setup that your team needs to be able to hit those numbers uh, consistently and efficiently. Um, what, are, what are the impacts of that? I mean, what are, what are the benefits? What might be a detriment? Um, you know, are we seeing more people come in? You know, do we see more closed deals? Are we looking at faster life cycles? Um, what's the... Why are people now switching over to this new uh, format, this new model?
1: Uh, I would suggest uh, Rami companies that are not using the uh, 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 the that that uh, sort of process yeah. or, or layering they can start by measuring having some uh, AB test team that is doing layering BDR SDR yeah. and a team that is doing everything okay. and. I'm pretty sure, Rami, okay, the, the, the impact will be uh, 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 massive, okay? okay it yeah. will be massive in terms of revenue generating mm. and in terms of lead generation as well. Because okay. you're, the SDR is, is, is focused to lead mine, yeah. accounts, mapping a decision maker into the CRM system, yeah. and initiating the uh, outreach campaign. Or the cadences yeah okay so the whole focus is in one task or one goal right then you have the AE is focused to close deal so the impact is massive in terms of revenue generation mm-hmm. and demand generation
0: okay and so you're able to sort of limit how many unqualified leads get to your closer because it seems like with with the layering what we're able to see is um, because the BDR uh, is the one doing the outreach, doing the lead mining, doing the sort of, that first, the initial touchpoint, taking care of that. They're, they're not only bringing in new, new you know, qualified leads, but they are sort of um, acting as a gatekeeper for unqualified leads. If it's someone not worth, if there isn't a good fit between the company and that prospect, they sort of tell them, hey, maybe you're looking for something more like this. We're not that. Um, we don't want to waste your time. So there's there's an extra sort of more qualified leads get into the sales pipeline, and we're and the AE is then able to focus on you know closing closing, closing deals that are one worth closing with you know there's a good fit with the, with the company we're able to solve their 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 issues, but they don't have to deal with leads that sort of have like you know tick one thing out of the whole solution right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, uh. I will add one one thing is uh, the the time of your AE mm. the company is very expensive, okay. And uh, if your AE excel in closing deals, why would you want him to? uh, uh you want to waste this time? Waste his time in yeah. prospecting, right? Okay. Yeah. So if he's good in, in closing deals, let him close deal, mm. and give the uh, other uh, task to someone who can excel in getting. Uh, demo, mm. right? Yeah. So why do you want to uh, 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 not using the the time efficiently for your sales people? Exactly. Okay. Because it takes a lot of time to mm. onboard a good AE. Right. Okay. 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 So uh, 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 you need to use the time and effort efficiently.
0: Okay. Okay. Sweet. Okay. And then. Well, s- something i want to ask you um before we we reach the end of this episode is um what are some skills you would suggest them to focus on like what would you suggest a bdr to um maybe train and what would you suggest for an AE to focus on when they're uh, for their for their roles mm.
1: uh, yeah it's a good question actually the there's a soft skills and hard skills okay okay uh, once you want to recruit any sales people, f- for me, okay, especially for, uh, that's the formula that I use. I, I look into the soft skills, more the technical skills. Okay. okay? Uh, uh, per se, brevity is very important, coachability is right. very important. For the sales person to take feedback, it's so hard, okay? Yeah. If someone doesn't uh, able to pr- uh, take feedback, uh, so it won't be a good fit for your company to, especially to grow the... the, the to sort the of help
0: them develop. Cause exactly. they might have, they might face challenges with taking constructive criticism. They, it won't be, they're, they're not all that coachable,
1: right? Yes, yes. Okay. Because coachability is very important because mm. every time you face... A challenge, okay. You want to sit with your BDR or, or ae and provide ve- feedback and try a different approach. Mm. So if someone is not able to take feedback, yeah. so he cannot excel and bring you more revenue, right? Okay. Uh, also, what I look for says even BDR because don't forget a BDR is like the life cycle of a BDR is two years. Yeah. So once in the two years, once he excel in BDR, mm. you want to uh, promote him to become an AE. Right. So the soft skills might, uh, uh, should be uh, uh, the same. Okay. okay. Yeah. But for AE, he's more into objection handling, mm. and he wants to excel in building relationship. Right. Okay, because yeah. the sales life cycle, it depends on the company and industry, but it takes a lot of time, right? Yeah. So you want your AE to be good in building relationship mm-hmm. and objection handling in order to close the deal. Okay. Whereas building relationship is not a, 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 a mandatory for the BDR.
0: Right. Because it's sort of just uh, maybe one or two sort of initial introductions, you know, depending on if they catch them at a good time on a phone call or uh, if if the prospect responds to an email, they might never really speak to the BDR, or all of that. All, all that often? If they just say, hey, book this meeting and I'll,
1: uh, I'll talk to the AE. Exactly, so uh, so uh, uh, building relationship in AE is much, much important, mm. but you can build it throughout the BDR life cycle. Okay. Once he's ready, yeah. so he can, and he excel in, 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 in BDR or SDR, yeah. so you can build the relationship and the business acumen with your AE, mm. Uh, uh, And you have the technical skills, objection handling, uh, business acumen for A.E. is very important, okay, Uh, because don't forget he's talking to a C-level people, so that the business acumen should be a very important uh, trait. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. Okay, Ahmed. Well, mainly I just want to ask before we end the episode today, um, you have any tips or tricks for salespeople, aspiring salespeople out there? You want to leave them with? Uh,
1: Yeah, actually, what uh, uh, my advice is for sales leader. Okay. Yeah. Uh, There is a lot of technology and tech stack that will help pure salespeople to improve and be more efficient. Hmm. So make use of it. Okay. Also understand the uh, 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 the customer path the touch points the uh, uh, and also w- sit with your BDR and uh, let them open to feedback and coachability
0: make sure they're sort of open and then you're open with them as well exactly right? because okay.
1: it takes a lot of time okay to enable your people and to enhance
0: their the, skills their skills yeah. their
1: soft skills yeah okay. their
0: ability to to close right to yeah. make the sale yeah okay
1: uh, so do do I have another advice <laughs> there's a lot yeah, there's a lot actually yeah. well no, uh, thanks
0: for for those Ahmed, and um, yeah I think that's where we're gonna end it off today and maybe
1: uh, I, I remember something in regards to sales enablement yeah maybe a company should have like a uh, committee sales enablement, uh, com- uh, sales A enablement committee, com- yeah. committee yeah. where marketing and sales sit together and discuss its marketing uh, session, its mm. marketing session, how to improve the customer path, and also if you involve your uh, 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 customer success team, yeah. where you can enhance and improve your entire sales life cycle, right? Because. Having the flywheel theory, okay, and spinning around your clients, you will enhance uh, uh, the revenue generation right. by far, by okay. enhancing the entire sales Sort of cycle. from the, the
0: first time they interact with you uh, along the marketing, you know, along marketing channels to them converting and then going through the sales pipeline and then being handed off to the customer success team. You want to make sure that um, those departments are all aligned together to sort of, enhance the user experience as much as possible.
1: And yeah, and be focused toward your client, okay? Converting new clients takes uh, a lot of, uh, it costs you a lot of money. If Mm -hmm. you look into your CAC, you'll be surprised how much it costs you to convert one client. Whereas if you have a a, a client base, Mm -hmm. you can upsell and cross sell easily because you have the trust. You yeah. build the trust with those clients. Right. So if you like look into your entire sales life cycle, yeah. and you, en- uh, you you enhance it and enable your team to...
0: And Kank uh, I just wanna clear is uh, customer acquisition cost, right? Exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. If you look into your uh, p and and see how much it costs you to onboard a, a new client, right. it's, it's really expensive, mm. especially nowadays.
0: Yeah, so you want to focus on trying to retain more customers, not just bringing them in, and make sure they're happy throughout the whole, the whole cycle.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, so you need a department or a committee who takes care of, of uh, the customer path. Okay. That's my, my advice for a uh, company. Uh, and Looking to really
0: take it up a notch. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, thanks, Ahmed, for that. Really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me today, and thank you guys for listening. And we'll catch you on the next episode of The Hobby Frequency.
1: Bye.